Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity with Susan Shereko, where we help you transform your life by changing what you're telling yourself. Whatever your circumstances, you can experience health, financial security, and a sense of well-being once again. And now, here's your host, Susan Shereko. On behalf of Rebuilding Your Life Radio and the Train Your Brain, Claim Your Power calls, welcome. Ruth Ann Warren joins us today with a very tasty product, her children's book, A Little Chocolate, A Little Dancing, Together They Make Magic. Ruth Ann is a very creative person who comes up with ideas to um, interact with and enjoy whatever she's offering. And in this case, it's a children's book. So please wave your hands to welcome Ruth Ann Warren. Hello, Ruth Ann. Welcome. Hello. Hi there. How is your day going? Oh, great. It's a beautiful day in New York. Mm-hmm. Getting ready for the big 4th of July kickoff. Ah, yes, the weekend for the, that's a three-day weekend. How lovely. Well, Ruth Ann, what's your connection to chocolate? It's such a prominent part of your title. Well, I work for just about every chocolate company in the world, pretty much. <laughs> Mars, Godiva, Russell Stover, Ferrero, uh, maybe a few other people I did some work for, freelancing. And so uh, it wasn't a career that I was really choosing, but I ended up in it, and it's been a wonderful journey. But what did you do for them? I was a road warrior. I went on the road and I sold a bunch of candy bars. All oh, awesome. the top, all of the most delicious products in the world, Snickers and Milky Ways and Skittles. Well, Skittles isn't chocolate, but I did uh, sell, um, let's say, Mars bars and Summit and Godiva. Those are all wonderful names. My mouth is watering just mentioning them. <laughs> so, so how did you get into that line of work? It's a long story. <laughs> I went to school to be an art teacher. I got out of school. My father said, you better get a job. So I mm. asked my supervising teacher, because I was student teaching, I was an art teacher. And uh, she said, go do artwork for Clairol. And so I went to do artwork for them, and they made me a salesperson on the road. And uh, they, Mars Company found me in a store one day, and they said, you should come work for us. And so I did. I never envisioned myself selling chocolate bars, but became one of the most exciting careers anybody could ever have. Went all over the world with the Mars Company, one of the most beautiful experiences somebody could have working for a company, a tremendous company. So I started there. Now you were on the road. Did you, were you responsible for creating the materials that you had to take on the road with you? You The flyers and the circulars? uh, I held different roles and I eventually Mm -hmm. started to do marketing campaigns with Revlon, Avon, 1-800-Flowers, just a lot of creative uh, 
things came out of it, they weren't very creative. I mean, you could sell M&Ms for them, half pound, quarter pound, one pound bags. That was it. And then eventually <laughs> they went on to making all the colors of the world. Mm. For food. All, all the coatings for, for the, different colors. Uh, the uh, M&M chocolate candies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. We, we were always in competition with Hershey. Hershey mm-hmm. uh, would make red and green kisses for Christmas and pink and blue and green for Easter. And we didn't do any of that. So finally, it, was, it wasn't his dream because in Europe, chocolate is not in colors. They just believe chocolate should be brown. That's it. Mm-hmm. Now there's four types of chocolate. There's milk, dark, ruby. Ruby is the new one. That's like mm-hmm. the hot pink. Milk, dark, ruby, and white. And with every so bite, ruby it's is a chocolate? And that's what I, huh? Ruby is a chocolate? Yeah. Just like oh, white chocolate. It, it tastes mm-hmm. the same as probably white chocolate. It just looks pink. It's a brand new um, type of chocolate. It came out in yeah. 2017. And were so you, learned were a lot you about still working chocolate. with them? Yeah, I bet no. you did. I bet you knew everything. <laughs> but you weren't working with them when the Reds came out. No, no. No, no. That no, was we were just a couple of, yeah, yeah, I was out of the business, actually. Uh, because these jobs have gone by the wayside. They source them out. They don't have direct reps for any of the big companies anymore. I rode that wave for a long time. It was wonderful. That sounds wonderful. So when did you decide to write your book? Uh, well, the first I wrote a one prior to that. I, I was home on COVID, uh, just about losing my mind. But I had danced prior to going out in the business world. You know, growing up, I was always dancing, ballet class, this class. So actually, I, I didn't know what to do with myself during COVID. And that title always kept was always in my mind, so I decided to make it a children's book, and mm-hmm. uh, it's about a little girl's journey. Uh, she wants to learn how to tap dance, so she finds a school, and she meets her classmate. She learns the steps. She becomes one of the lead uh, players in the school. They they have a chorus line. It's an adorable book because the kids can interact. When I do it in the library, they wear a chef's hat, they wear gloves and an apron, and they make a chocolate top hat out of a marshmallow and cookie. Then we read the story, and then they switch hats to a gold boulder hat, and they put quarters on their shoes. They attach quarters on their shoes with Velcro, and they learn how to tap dance. I give them a lesson. So they oh, make music cute. with their feet. Mm-hmm. And together mm-hmm. it makes magic, the chocolate and the dancing. And it's not it's an unlikely combination, but when you read the story, it becomes a very natural thing. Yes. Yeah, it sounds like a very natural thing. Well, you're so artistic yourself. Did you do – this is a picture book, correct? Yes. Did you do all the illustrations yourself? 
Well, I, I sketched it out and I gave it to a graphic artist. Uh, that part of my career, I did not learn how to do graphic, anything to do with the computer and art. I, that I haven't learned, but I, I, it was my vision, the whole thing. And it, I, I worked with someone who was very good that could just recreate what I put down mm-hmm. on the computer. I, it was, I'm, when did you actually publish this? October 2021. Oh, so it's just a few months old, really. Really, yeah. Okay. And were you were you ready to go before that? Because you mentioned you were going crazy during COVID. Were you it, you you lost what well, we all lost two years in there somehow? Yeah, yeah. It was it was not good to sit home after working my whole life, and I didn't know what to do with myself. So. I literally, I had so much fun with it. It kept me busy. Oh, I bet you did. So are you pleased with the responses you got when you you put it in your library? Yeah, because uh, the caregivers that bring the children to the library, they actually take a role on as well. They become the audience. Mm. So Mm -hmm. they, they interact with, the children who eventually learn how to do a chorus line dance, I would, you know, just like as if you were in watching the the movie chorus line. You know, they get the hat, they have, the, they learn the moves, and then the 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 audience is there and they get to clap. Oh, have fun! fun. It really is an interactive opportunity. <laughs> are you are you developing an online version of this book as well? Yes, it's online right now. Yeah. Okay. And is that is that necessary? I mean, we have. Oh yes. No, I get a sense that now. things are changing. You're teaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in the classroom, I mean, I have to say that the kids are just glued to their iPads and the smart boards and everything's video, virtual, not, there's no longer a chalkboard in the classroom. And kids really uh, are not engaged with how I learned how to read. Uh, A teacher would get up in front of the class, read the book. It just doesn't hold their attention because the videos are so exciting. So if you get up and read a book, it just doesn't do it for them. <laughs> they want very that moving scary. picture. <laughs> they want the whole shebang music. You can yeah. just is so much now that they can do online. Changed everything. Changed. It was gradually changing, but now, now it really has. Yes. Did you? So have you online? Have you changed the way the book looks, or or how it? Is it interactive well, you in some just, way? You can do the ebook. I am going to produce the videos shortly so that they mm-hmm. can also be entertained with the music and everything and learn how to dance without me being there, actually. Mm-hmm. 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 So this sounds like, you know, you have, you have a varied audience. Uh, and I imagine you have a lot of promotional ideas because it's just in your blood at this point to think that way. Yes. It it was uh it was probably not used most of my life. It was it was there the whole time but 
uh, never had, I had to work for big corporations and I had to do what they told me to do. So there was no time to think about what was actually there the whole time. And I, my daughter became a big editor. So I, I mean, my focus was her. Uh, I had to raise her myself. So there was no, my dreams, <laughs> that was gone. Mm-hmm. That went out the window. <laughs> But you had some other substitutions. I mean, when you talk about going to Europe and going to all these fabulous places, there was a good trade-off there. Yes. yes. I, had it, when we... I was very lucky, uh, I have to say, to have joined a company. I didn't know it. I didn't see myself selling candy bars. Truthfully, <laughs> didn't think it was my line of work. But uh, what I learned, the lessons I learned from a company like that, yeah, I was very fortunate. It, it rated, I think it's one of the fifth richest large, uh, privately held companies in the world. And plus the other experiences I had with mm-hmm. chocolate. So it became like a, it's a wonderful career. thing. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned when we first talked, you talked about a Valentine's candy bar that had a special wrapper on it. Yeah, and it, it my- had... Have you done that yet, or is it just something you're thinking about? No, it's it's coming together. It's I, I'm putting the pieces together to launch for Valentine's Day. I had to take a little break because it is a lot of work to do these appearances in libraries. You, you can't just throw it together. If, you, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. So I took a little break, mm-hmm. but I'm putting the pieces together. So it, the candy bar, when purchased for Valentine's Day, will... Um, have some sort of connection to the story. So they'll be able to get the story by unwrapping the wrapper. And I don't know, I'm not sure how I'm going to connect the two, but it's a, it's a candy bar that you eat and read. So at the same time. <laughs> so I tell you, very, yes. How many, how many candy bars do you see yourself selling? As many as I can. I once went on a trip to the Barcelona Olympic for selling the most candy bars in a week. So I don't know how many have sold, but it was a huge reward. It was a huge payoff trip, $50,000 trip for two. So I expect to sell as many as I can. Cute story. There is a one man. He has a business just making the boxes for all the chocolate companies in the world for Valentine's Day, and he starts making them the day after Valentine's Day and has them ready so that people, you know, all the companies use him as a resource for their Valentine programs. Sure. He knows how to make them. <laughs> there is just a similarity. He doesn't boxes. make chocolate. Yeah. No, just the boxes. Right. So he's got... So, but he does multi-shaped boxes, right? He's got yeah, the he heart-shaped small. boxes and the square boxes, and yeah, wonderful! What a great job! So, you're going to put this. You're you're looking to do a video at some point in order to get to capture all those kids who no longer just read. And uh, that's have you ever done a video before? No. Oh, so that's going to be another huge learning curve, right? But it's but just, okay. you know, yeah, as long as you can, like when I worked with the person to do the book, the illustrations are just beautiful. So if I can get 
they're going to follow the book. So it's not, it's not too hard. It's just got to get the right people in place. So mm-hmm. it takes a little research. I think from my perspective, you know, who are the who will be the voices of the characters as they talk? You know, that's the casting of that is um, it's very much like doing an audio book, except it's going to have video on it. Um, and then having the, you know, what music you'll have an opportunity to be put music in, and what kind of music do you picture putting on? Something I you have the music. To? I have it. I have it. It's uh, let's say uh, heel toe left, heel toe right, milk dark ruby white. With every bite, it's out of sight. Put on your dancing shoes. I don't know. It's there already. I have the. I have the. I have the whole thing. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. So you have the pieces coming together. It's just putting them all, joining it's all of them of together to make it. It is a lot of work. You're absolutely right. I've spent 45 years in the entertainment industry doing TV and video and movies, and it's tons of work. Uh, even for just something, you know, how long do you think it will be? 10 or 15 minutes? Yeah, it's not long. The kids, they just... They get to um, meet Sophia Leslie and her class, and then they learn the steps. And they're very um, basic steps, a, a, mm-hmm. a shuffle, a flap. And um, they get to eat chocolate, too, as they <laughs> reward. As they practice. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, have fun. That will be a blast to do. I'm sure you'll have a good time. So do you have a, um, as I listen to you talk, I imagine that you have a real feel for licensing because you've been around it so long. Um, Are you able to access trade shows, licensing trade shows in your area and explore some new ideas or pick up on the ones you have already done? Sure, sure. I'm just focusing on this at the moment. So, you know, mm-hmm. eventually I'll get to that. I, there was a chocolate expo I was looking into. But mm. this all came mm-hmm. about so quickly. And then focusing one on the libraries. Yeah. yeah, one step yeah. at a time. And I think the libraries are wonderful. It's a great foothold. And people will enjoy it immensely because they're, you know, I don't know how many people actually make themselves available to the libraries. But what a wonderful gift for the kids. Right. It was it was a little hard during COVID. They weren't doing them. And as I got back into it, there were a lot of rules. Um, mm. Then it started yeah. to loosen up and then it was finally gone. You know, we, actually, I couldn't make a chocolate top hat with the kids in the beginning when I started doing this. It had to be plastic yeah. because mm-hmm. of, they didn't want food. They had to wear yep. masks. It was a little crazy still. And... uh I had another book I did this summer called Blossom and Grow, and that's how I got started with all this. So mm-hmm. and that was a garden party, and that was beautiful with a maypole in a garden at a beautiful library in Long Island, Locust Valley Library. It was beautiful. So it's all now, coming together. Is, it is coming together. It sounds wonderful. I mean, it's it's a, a very positive you know outlook of what you can do with a book. It isn't just selling a single book. It's selling an experience. 
which you know you they will remember that forever. Yeah. Yeah, so it really is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, Ruth Ann, I want to thank you for alerting us to your book and to your presentations. Um, a little chocolate, a little dancing, together they make magic. So if people want to book an event or buy books, how can they reach you? Oh, it's all online. I have a website, Ruth and Warren. Dot com. They could drop me a line or call me directly. <laughs> that old Is fashioned... number, the old-fashioned way, right? Voice yeah. to voice. Did does is the is the phone number on the website? No, but I can give it to you if you think that's wise. You may give it to us. We it's fine. All right, it's five one six two four two four eight. Okay, wonderful. Thank you. So that's just so great. Yeah, you've done the Blossom and Grow book as a second book, or before this one. And do you have more books in mind? Yes, yes. But I want to get through this Valentine period, and then, well, once that, once I see that get into place, I'll be able to concentrate on new things. Mm-hmm. You put a lot of detail and effort into your work so to make it just right. So I can understand why you would choose to do that. Well, thank you again, Ruthann. I'm so glad thank you, you spent some time with me. Um, we're going to bring this episode in for a close now. So bye for now, everyone, and have a great day. Thank you very much for tuning in today. If you've been inspired by this show, leave a rating or review on iTunes and visit www.rainbowsoverrunes.com to receive a free chapter from Susan's book. On behalf of Susan Shireko, this has been Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity, sharing the journeys of those affected by sudden and great loss and what they did to heal, rebuild, and where they are now.